right. Hey everyone, welcome to Rated Reviews. Uh, today we have Nick. Hey, what's up, guys? We have Matt. Hey, too, wow, I'm excited too. to do this again. Yeah, I'm happy to do this again. Hey, and we have uh, <laughs> we had some technical difficulties the first time around, so here we. Okay, we Rudy just attacked the screen and I was like, oh no. You're just ready to go. It's good though, it takes the edge off. It was rowdy, good. this, re- this yeah. review's already rowdy. <laughs> How would you describe it, Kyle? Uh, what did I say? I said it was, it was kind of like a mix of Little What are House. we describing though? Well, we're, we're describing the movie Midsommar, directed yeah, by Ari Aster. Okay, yeah, so basically just a very general uh, take for no spoilers. Uh, it was kind of like Little House on the Prairie meets... Rosemary's Baby, and it created, it was a beautiful mashup together that uh, was interesting uh, and kind of fascinating. It's like you're learning about another, whole other culture in the whole entire movie. In the most horrifying way. Yeah, very <laughs> horrifying. And so, but I kind of expected it. I knew what to expect, so, it, so I was ready for it. How would you describe it, Matt? I think it's a thriller turned into a horror movie that's overlaid on satire. What do you got to say, Nick? Some some descriptive (laughs) words. Uh, Disturbing. The movie was very unsettling, but at the same time, absolutely gorgeous. My eyes were glued to the screen. I I couldn't look away. I liked it a lot. Uh, I would say this is... The Notebook on Acid in a Horror Movie in Sweden. <laughs> Turns out a nightmare. Yeah. That's a, that's well, like. Well, we should also bring up that what Ari Aster is that is the director's name? Yeah. He did mention that it was like kind of like his breakup, like a breakup film. It is a breakup. So I mean, that's kind of maybe how he viewed it from one perspective. But I think there's a lot of perspectives to take on this. People do like break this. up. But. It was it was his breakup film in an interesting way. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it, it, it like it is a breakup film in Sweden that gets really spooky if you want to dumb it down a lot. But yeah, just uh, pretty much like it's a movie set in Sweden, and uh, from what you gather from the trailer, there's a couple like one like the uh, the girl character Dan- Danny Arter is a college student. And you can gather like, she's struggling with some issues, and her boyfriend Christian, played by Jack Renner, um, you can see there's tension going on, and like his friends from the trailer obviously don't want her to show up, or like there's something going, there's tension between them, and then in Europe, and then you just see, you just hear the soundtrack play, and I think I showed you the soundtrack, Matt. Yeah, no, the soundtrack was r- really, really good. The way it just builds throughout the movie, I really appreciated. I also don't know if this was just the theater we were watching it in, but I loved how loud the movie was. It was, which it just helped a lot. It must have been our front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, this theater was really packed for a for an A twenty four movie. Say, rated, rated R horror movie. Like this was not what I expect. I did not expect there to be that many. People well, and we got theater fourteen, and I when I saw fourteen on the ticket, that's the it's small like the, theater, and it's at the very end. Yeah, yeah and I was just like, man, this movie's already at the end, and I walked in, yeah. it was packed. I was pleasantly surprised. I was mm-hmm. like, this should be a good movie. It's this packed. Yeah, like compared to like other movies like produced by like and distributed by A twenty four, this was the most packed I've ever seen one. For sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, like cause we saw uh, mid nineties and. We got like. Was there like no one there? There's like. We also watch our movies on like a Tuesday night at like 8 o'clock. Right. That helps. Yeah. I distinctly remember going to see um, It Comes at Night. And I I was by myself because nobody else wanted to go with me. And I was the only one in the theater. Also an A24 movie. Yes. Very good. And, uh. I like that one too. Yeah. This is also like Ari Aster's, like, second horror movie behind. It's only a second film. Yeah, second film. Yeah, that's that's it. And, uh. I know he talked about, too, like, how he wants to uh, dive into other genres, too. Like, a musical he wants to eventually do. He's got, like, a few sci fi scripts, like, ready, like, in the works. Like, it's kind of, uh, interesting to see what's gonna become of him because I think he is gonna be one of those directors over time who's gonna be. 
kind of like one of those alters like in a class of their own you know yeah it's like you know well, what to expect it's not that surprising i mean after watching this movie because he crossed so many genres oh yeah like there's so many drop or genres in that movie that mm-hmm. it's just it's hard to lay a finger on. It's, it's an a, original idea. There was even a little bit of a musical, didn't it seem like? A little bit of a, you know, folksy, like, you know, musical vibe to it. Definitely some theater. Theatrical. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, yeah. like, there's some scenes I was like, well, like, this is a really thought-out production, because they're mm-hmm. just walking through the fields, and you could tell, like, these old ladies in the back folding laundry, like, like that looks oh, pretty yeah. choreographed, yeah. and, like, there's no way they're yeah. just, like, oh, just fold it in the background. That's another like, thing I really liked about this movie was the framing, like, the composition of the, just, like, even the camera movements, I thought it was all just, like, really technically well done. Yes. And I think it's superior to Hereditary in that way, for sure. For sure. So, is it safe to say we're ready to, like, start going into the plot? So, if uh, you haven't seen this movie yet, the spoilers, um, we're just... If, if you haven't watched it, turn off the podcast or keep listening. Who cares? There's going to be spoilers going on. So, so to jump right in. So, like, we just jump right into, like, the movie. And Danny's on a laptop calling her mom fran- frantically saying that her sister Terry is sending some very, like, n- like nerve-wracking texts. And then, like, we see, like, the house where, like, her family's from. Do we ever know what city, like, they're living in? They didn't. I didn't get a lot of backstory on that. It was snowing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, so somewhere. It was like, I don't know, somewhere. Some city. Wintry, you know, dark night. I like how it starts in darkness. Too, yeah. Like. I think it was LA. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> so that's smog, bro. It, can, <laughs> it, just, it just changed the the climate. So we. Uh, I just remember I was reading the screen and the email said... I'm going somewhere beautiful, and mom and dad are joining me. And you know, if my it's like yeah, goodbye. If I simply emailed me, emailed me, let alone anything, it's a cause for concern. Let (laughs) let alone email me that. I think it also said like like it's black here or something like that. Like I I don't know, dude. It was weird. And then the boyfriend like gets a phone call, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, um, we're gonna go get pizza with like his two friends." And she's like, "Oh." Well, We're uh, smoking live resin. Yeah, live resin, and we uh, um, we didn't. Did we plan anything? She's like, no, but I just want to know if you could like swing by, and his friends are just like, dude, like his friends are no, like, no, that he wants to break up with her. Like it's, yeah. It's, it looks well, like he's conflicted. Like yeah, like a college romance. Like he's just. Well, like, he's a grad student. She's still like a actual like, from what I gathered, she's she still was like an undergrad. Yeah, and yeah. he's like. He, he didn't want to break up with her and then regret it later on. Like, he kind of still was holding some feelings edge. for her. But, yeah, he knew at the same time that she wasn't in a great place. And uh, especially, like, with her family situation and her sister, it sounded like it was not the first time that her sister had made, like, some sort of statement like that. And so it was kind of like maybe this history of mental illness, kind of like reverting back to, like, hereditary was. It's kind of like about a family with mental illness. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, and yeah, I was kind of just touching on that, and he's just like, you know, don't worry about it. She says this all the time, and like, you don't worry about you it. Can't play into it. And uh, she was just kind of concerned in that regard. Yeah, then, it just looked like he was stuck in the middle of a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. And then the exactly. f- then we get to the phone call, and uh, she just starts freaking out. And then it shows the uh, well. I, I will say this: like when she does it, initially call them like the mom and the dad. You know, it's like they like shot like showed a shot of the house, like a basic walkthrough, and you see people are sleeping. Or what looked like you were sleeping. Do you remember that? Yeah. And it also showed... Oh, I'll let you get to the plot first yeah, before yeah. I go into this. I yeah. think it's time to advance the plot. So, the... They went, like, so, she gets a phone call and her mom and uh, her mom and dad and sister are have died in a murder-suicide. You, like, the firefighters go in and there's tape on the exhaust. And pipes leading into the mom and dad's room. And then a pipe leading straight into the mouth. Of the sister, like she taped it to herself. Sarah asked for it. I like the visual aid there. Yeah, because they did. They kind of just showed how the tape was covering, like the uh, what do you call it, the the pipe of the, in the vehicle, yeah, the exhaust, yeah, exhaust pipe. And so it's like you could just assume that she killed herself. Yeah, she actually went through with it. So. Yeah, and and you just like see like she had four emails left from yeah. Danny, from and I explained that it's. Everything's turning dark now. Yeah, because she was literally cool. probably typing that email out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah which breathing exhaust. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, like, Danny's hysterically crying, and I do have a small discretion about the so the the murder suicide. She kills her parents. 
commits yeah. suicide. Yeah. How, if you were the, in the parents' position, how would you not wake up from the sound of someone putting tape on your door? They're old, man. Kind of a weird... Uh, yeah. I'm a deep sleeper. Someone could easily do it to me. Maybe they all take okay. uh, sleeping pills just like... What's, what's her name? Danny did. Oh, yeah, because like, maybe the family does a struggle they showed, sleeping. They showed that she takes Ativan like, yeah. to help with her anxiety and to help her sleep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't know. It could be. You know, you never know. We'll never know. So. And so, well, the, yeah, and it's... And so, like, the boyfriend's there trying to console her. And then, like, the next day they go to a party. And they're talking about Sweden. And Danny did not know anything about it. And so she's like, oh, like, one of those awkward moments where, like, everyone knows about something. And you're the last one to find out about it. And then... It's the worst feeling, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it really sucks. Oh, it sucks so much. It's horrible. Dreadful. So she was kind of in a bad mood about yeah. that, she? And, like, so the boyfriend and him, like, the boyfriend and her have, like, a argument about it. And his friends at one point talk about, like, are you sure about this? Like, are you cool with this? Like, why don't you guys break up? Because you really can't, like, that's just, like, the worst. You just look like a total douche if you break up with someone after, like, their family dies in a murder-suicide of the rest of the family. Yeah, so now the boyfriend, Christian, is he, he doesn't want to break up with Danny because now he probably feels guilty that she's just had to go through this horrific event with her entire family being taken from her. So now he's kind of, just like you guys said, trapped. Guilt-tripped so, into inviting her on the trip. Yeah. Well, basically. so, like, the they all, all the friends find out, so... Um, there's like the Pele, which is Pele, I can't pronounce it, it's some Swedish name, I'm not gonna be like that culturally insensitive. He's there like drawing, like, and um, they're all hanging out, and Christian's like, hey, I got something, I got, Danny's coming up real quick, I invited her to Europe, um, yeah, uh, say like you guys invited her to, you guys really, pretty much BSing the situation. Basically, it's a boyfriend, he's like, okay, this is, I'm gonna let y'all in on some shit. This is what she knows. <laughs> you need to be caught up so you don't say anything that she doesn't know. Correct. And get me in trouble again. I would never know. I never had a been in that serious enough relationship to have to even deal with that. But yeah, I can imagine that's that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and so, like, one thing I noticed about that scene is, uh, um, you. That's where we get introduced to Pele, or Pe- however you say his name. The, sw- the European character. Yeah. Was, wasn't he the soccer player? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. Oh, well, that's a different one, but yeah. Yeah. Brazil. Brazil. No. Yeah, so we get, like, we get to know him more. And then he, um, like, I remember, like, he's really good at drawing because I noticed, like, uh, he was, like, drawing a picture of, like, the table while it was on it. And he starts, like, talking about how he's excited for her to come to yeah. Sweden. And then he just triggers her by being like, yeah. oh, my family died as well. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you may have talked to this person a few times. But he was kind of the most open with her, it seemed like, out of all the friends. Like, as far as, like... You Even know, her boyfriend. He wanted to see her, like... He wanted her to go. He actually wanted her to go. Yeah, he said that. Rather than all the other ones. And, uh, Which I thought was kind of odd. It's... I, I, I feel like there was something up with him from the very start. Because yeah. he, he told her he want, he wants her to go. And then at the very end... Did you guys see... I mean, I'm jumping forward a little bit here. But did you guys see him peeking... Through the, uh, not not the window. He was peeking through the crack of the door at that scene at the end. Oh, really? We'll have to get to that later. Oh, shoot! Too far forward. Yeah. So uh, they go out to Europe, and I will say this: Will Pol- Pol- Polter's character, that who was who was in uh, Will the M- Millers, and he played, and he was in Bandersnatch. Is just I hated him the entire movie. He just annoyed me so much. <laughs> I think that's what his character was meant to be, though. That was like, I think it was. He was vaping. It was like a beautiful shot, and all of a sudden you see vape clouds. Like they're in the car. Like, hey, look at all these beautiful women. Yeah. How how does uh, how did Europe get all these beautiful women? And then um, the guy that's working on his thesis. It kind of plays your cliche, like you know, the idiot guy of the group. Yeah, he was a uh, you know, good comedic relief. Yeah, at certain points in time. Oh, it was funny though. The how did they get all these beautiful girls though? Because they Josh. go in. Yeah, they go yeah, in exactly. because they pillaged every village and stole all their most beautiful women. Yeah, and brought them. He brings up Vikings, which a very graphic Viking Viking execution is later brought up in the film, The Blood Eagle, which we'll get to that <laughs> later. And after every shot they take, I want to know what they were drinking when they were taking shots. They all yelled "skull." Which everyone knows if they're a Minnesota Viking fan. 
Skull! Skull Nation. They're legit Skull Nation. <laughs> We don't, we don't say that phrase here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate <Adam's> you. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, they get to like the area and they drop off his car and they meet up with his brother, Ingrin. Ing- Ing- I don't really know how to pronounce it. And yeah, we're probably butchering all these names, but, you know. His bro- we meet up with his brother and like a few other people. Like We meet Connie and uh, well, you know something, Simon. Tough? Because he's introducing him to all like his family, all the people that were on this commune that they mentioned they all live that he's from. Where we mm-hmm. get the Waco comment where, uh, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, what, whatever. Let's see, what's his name? Uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark's like, yo, why are we at this Waco compound? I got more of a Heaven's Gate vibe to be honest with you. The people yeah. that took their own lives uh, the night of Sally's comment or whatever comment drove down wearing all white. That's the vibe I got when I when I saw that. And they uh they take hallucinogens and uh it was very sus too. It's just like, why would he bring friends too? Why are you bringing friends to this? Like, where are the other friends? Or like, why is it just you and your brother bringing people? Why where are the other large groups of people that should be attending this? And um, we just like see from there like so they take the hallucinogenic shrooms, mm-hmm. whatever they take, um. Danny takes it in a tea form because uh, Pele wanted to be respectful of like the situation, even though like I don't, I don't think I would have even gone to Europe if I was. Do you I think was... that was symbolic? She's the only one that lived. Yeah, maybe she was the only one that drank it. Yeah, um, but everyone else just ate the shrooms from that group that showed eating the shrooms. Correct. And she was sipping out of a white cup. I think she was chosen what, from the Pele? start. Did Pele? Yeah, Pele gave it to her. He ate it. He ate it. Paley ate it, but he gave oh, her the true. tea. Maybe well, I think from the Paley start lived. she was designated to to be the the woman that he accepts or gets accepted by his group. Yeah. But so we see that, and she just has a bad trip. Like someone says, we're a family now, and she pictures she family's very. Yeah. She runs subject. into the outhouse and pictures her dead sister with the tube taped to her face. Oh yeah, and we see a picture, we see in like the shot where she like, didn't she like light up with like a, um, she lit a match, a match in there and then you see like somebody in the background, did you guys notice that? Yeah. Like there was like someone standing back there and then it like kind of dims again and you you can no longer see it in the back. I was wondering about that and I was wondering how that applies, how it applied to the rest of the movie other than kind of what she was going to be in for. I, I honestly at that point I didn't know what I was expecting I was expect- constantly watched yeah. yeah like this film is like this. That, that was the one thing about this film like, <gasps> you literally had no idea what was going to happen the next right. scene like I went with like this different mindset of what was going to happen than what I what I actually saw so we go we, we move on from there and after like she has the hallucinations of like her dead sister the next day like she wakes up on the ground and she's like, is is it tomorrow? And they're like, oh yeah, um, it's been six hours. You've been sleeping for that long, which might be the longest time she's gone without right. gone sleeping because she brings up she does have like sleeping issues and she takes Ativan. So we move on from there, but Pele gives her his first drawing, which is her. And for her birthday. Oh yeah, he remembered it was her birthday, unlike her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he forgot. I'm like, he saves the day. Yeah, I don't know. He played it two sides, so it was a little snaky because. Yeah. Like, sometimes he was like. God for her without telling him mm-hmm. about it. And then he was just like, tell the boyfriend here, I got you a cake. Where the hell did they get a candle for that cake? That's true. In the middle, middle of, of Sweden. Exactly. Like, they're in fields. Like, Dude. you're not going to find a. Uber Eats. If I was Christian. <laughs> That's what I would have said. I'd been like, how the hell would a candle be here? I brought this for you. Where'd you get a slice of a bundt cake is my big issue. <laughs> I bet you the candle was made from... The from Swedes probably whipped it up for yeah. re- Remade yeah, some, So, um, they, like, so, a few things happen. Like, they, uh, like, they get introduced to everyone, and then they, uh, go to sleep, and then the next day is when, uh, they go, the, the night before they go to sleep... They uh, get introduced to the idea of a, a stupa, and Josh's character gets really weird. He's like, gets really excited, and Danny's like, "Is it spooky or scary?" She says it like, "Spooky, <laughs> it's spooky," because they bring. Oh yeah, I just remember the. Did you did did anyone notice the tapestry 
of like the woman cutting off her pubic hair and then yeah, cooking that was, it. Yeah. That was odd. I was just like, that's gonna come up in this film in probably the grossest way yeah. ever. And they bring up the life cycles too, like oh, we're in. My favorite tapestry, though, while we're on this subject, I doubt we'll revisit it. Um, do you notice in her apartment in the beginning the tapestry of her of the, the g- little girl kissing the bear? Yeah, I saw. Oh that. I yeah, I was thinking Good that catch. was going to yeah. come up later. And was I was, it, wasn't there something like on fire? Was it on fire too? Because I thought I remember seeing something that was like on fire. There was a lot of things. There's like a the bear there was a lot of art pieces and tapestries and random. I was trying to pay attention photos. to all of it, yeah. and I was like, "There's just so much I just yeah. can't fathom." It's like you had a feeling it was going to pop up later on. Like it was had some significance. Like it would pop up. Pow! Kapow! I mean, like Nick said, your eyes were glued to the screen. Like, if you yeah. missed something, like, you could feel... If you missed five minutes, you'd be completely Absolutely. lost. We've mm-hmm. all watched it once today, and I feel like we are we have to, we still need to, like, uncover more. Like, we have to go watch it a few more times to, before we have better analysis of it. So this is kind of just our initial take on yeah. the whole thing. Stay tuned for the four-hour episode. Yeah, we'll be doing, uh, <laughs> we'll be doing it after our fourth watch. At, a, at, a, at, the, well, at the end of the year, we'll revisit our top films. Yeah. In one episode. So, like, the Astupa happens, and it's bright. Like, they go to sleep, and that's when you know she, like, she needs sleeping pills to go to sleep. And so they wake up the next day and get ready for what is an Astupa. And so, I remember, like, briefly they brought up, like, the life cycles, and at 72, um, Pele, like, goes like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, not really. And he's like, like no. 18-year 18, 18 intervals. Yeah. So what What was it, like, the first 18 years? Is, is that spring? Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was spring or winter. Yeah, and I and I can't remember like what one through eighteen to up to eighteen, and then it's like they moved. From and then eighteen through thirty six is the uh, is the pilgrimage. And yeah. then thirty six to fifty four was like mentoring. And then after that, it's like your last stage. Oh no, that's working, right? Yeah, like working fifty four to seventy two. Like the last phase was like mentoring, right? Yeah, and so like, like you get introduced to a dinner like these people like oh. And, like, uh, Mark, who obviously this is what he studies, is like, oh, is that them? And Pele's like, oh, yeah. And we don't really know what them is for. And then, yes, we have no idea what we're going to be getting. Yeah, we have no one had any idea of what's going on. So, for the, like, so they have a ceremony to eat, and then they go to, like, these cliffs, or, like, a mine, like, well, maybe may have been an old mine. They, and they, they took a shot of something, was it alcohol or something, that they took before we, they, like, went up to the cliff, like, during the astute... We really don't know. It could have yeah, been... because we waited, because when they came in, when they walked in, they had to wait for them to sit. Right. And yeah. And you had to wait for them oh, yeah. to cut, and then they had to wait for them to, like, do the shot thing. Yeah. It was all very, like, ritualistic, like, everybody waits... Oh, without a doubt. So, yeah. Like, yeah, th- there's very formal. This is this is in your normal church service, and I've gone to quite a few of those. <laughs> so yeah, then they go up to the Could cliff. Be a Kanye service. Yeah, dude, this is Kanye. It's actually a preview for Kanye's new album. <laughs> so they go to the cliffs, and they're all just looking up. And I think the only person that knew what was gonna go on was Mark. And so they start chanting, and then like they cut the hands, and I was like, oh, this is it's about to get really weird real well, fast. And then you yeah. see all of the. Little gravestones. You're like, why are all those rocks up there? This is fishy. And so you see this one woman like motion her hands up to the sky, and then just jumps. (laughs) Jumps, lands on a big rock, face first, and full belly flop. Real, real strong commitment. Yeah, she really committed to this. Like face hits and just gets destroyed. That's that's one of the more disturbing like jumps out of a movie. At first, I was really struggling with how they were going to do that. I was like, this this movie's going to go one of two directions here. We're either going to see the reaction on Danny's face when she falls and we're just not going to see it, or we're going to see some shit and we we saw saw some shit. Like, yeah, but when I saw her There's like actually jump and land, I was like, I was not ready for that. Most movies cover that last little split second yeah. when you actually hit, you know, the the final, uh, you know, the rock, the whatever. If you're gonna basically have an open casket, casket like they did, yeah, when you want to flip on your back, then. Well, that's what the. Uh, they didn't have an open casket. <laughs> so. And it's like they, they witnessed the fr- first. they witnessed the first one. And everyone's freaking out, especially the British couple. Like they're like, "Yo, seeing this, everyone's cool with this." And this yeah. lady's like looking around, like, "Who invited?" Like, like she's insulted that these people are here. <laughs> Did you not tell them about this? Yeah, like, like, like you don't need the vibe. This is our yeah. ceremony. What are you doing? Yeah. Shut up. They were vibe. They were killing the energy, bro. So they were mad. Yeah, they were mad at <laughs> Pele. Pe- 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 no, it was Ingram. Ingram was the one that brought. Those were Ingram's friends. Oh, from- okay, yeah, but. 
she thought that whoever, what's her name, the, the leader or whatever. Yeah. She kind of was like, why didn't you tell them about this? Like, they didn't know what to expect. And then, uh, yeah, like, we see that lady's face and everything. It's like, wrecked. It was totally wrecked. Like, I, I thought it was completely realistic looking like when they show, like, after what it looks like after she had jumped. Yeah. And then we see the the older guy jump, yeah. and he just like just he doesn't even he doesn't even add like make it sexy. He just like walks off. <laughs> he goes feet first. Yeah, I was like feet first, bro. Like rookie move. Yeah, yeah. amateur hour here. Jeez, man, what kind of a stupa is this? Well, then that sh- showed like the beginning of their weird way to like, show empathy in yeah, this we were, group. That's what we were trying to figure out is like the the meaning behind this part. Yeah, was, but like, they just like mock. Or not mock each other, but they just like reflect whatever emotion somebody's feeling. Exactly. They'll like that's reflect their, that's that their, emotion. That's their that's yeah. That's their way of showing sympathy, right? Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's how you show empathy. I think that's how we show empathy. If I see yeah. someone on the ground like screaming because they broke their ankle, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go next to them and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Right start, next to them. I'm going to start doing that at work when someone starts crying in front of me. I'm like, ah! No, just start crying with them. You have to copy them. You have but to, but here in America, it's different because then we would take that as you're mocking us. Correct. Yeah, it's That's almost something. like they, she... I thought that they were mocking That's her what her I thought. Too. I thought it was, was... part of the, you know, the whole uh, issue with the whole scene was it, it was kind of playing on both sides. It could be the mocking. I think it, it was up, kind of making fun of just like the social media age too. Like mm-hmm. when something bad happens and people are legit feeling oh, yeah. some emotions for it and then someone who really doesn't feel yeah. that emotion hears about it and they yeah. just like cry on the internet for attention it's just like well you had come brought on. up you had brought up too like how it could have been um playing on religion a little bit too kind of maybe how like you know it's like uh <clears throat> the church is like the the whole group of people that was like basically doing the same thing that the preacher who is the person itself like whoever it is was saying or doing yeah and so, so and to move on from that, so the guy jumps feet first, breaks, <laughs> his, breaks his legs, and they grab a hammer. And I, as soon as I saw the hammer, like, before people started jumping off the cliffs, I just knew that was going to get used some way. It's coming into place somehow. Yeah. Do and you think you get lost respect in their group? Or say that group has a belief in an afterlife? Do you think pitching out and having to receive the hammer, like... It's like, oh, you don't get afterlife like, now. It takes you down a page. Yeah. yeah, they were getting caught. They, they, lo- <laughs> they lower your name on the rune scale because they explain the rune scale like some runes are worse than others. That's what they do. This this revolves a lot around rune culture and the idea of like Norse mythology for sure. And so they. Uh, so, anyways, they. Uh, beat the guy to death. Take, yeah, take a big, <laughs> big ass hammer or something like that. Smash his face in. Yeah, Just like a hammer that you would use at like a county fair what, to do yeah, that. What do you call that? It's, it's not a hammer, it's, it's like, like a. Sledge. Yeah, like a. Yeah, it's like those big things like you use. Like you you hit throw it down to hit the lever and you shoot up the, the so weight to hit the bell. The battle axe feel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you see that. It's and like it's a cool. war hammer. Multiple times we've seen him like smash his face in. Oh, yeah. All the all the all, Viking weapon though. Yeah. yeah, all the foreigners that aren't used to this, like the British people and the Americans, are just horrified yeah. at the fact. And Danny's just like surprised that she only vomited once in this entire movie. Like, I, I, and I was just really surprised. It was her, uh, oh, it was her boyfriend that yeah, vomited. Yeah, I was like, wow, coward. I want to be mean, but her crying was really annoying. It was. <laughs> just yelling. Her yelling, like it wasn't. It wasn't as good as. Um, uh, what's what's the actual Meryl Streep's in Big Little Lies. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. Hereditary. Oh yeah, uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, Tony Collette. Tony Collette, Tony Collette actually. Like, like when she cries, like after her, she finds out um, her daughter dies. In the, oh yeah, she's like oh, screaming. Yeah, like that was completely believable. Too. Oh yeah, no, totally. And honestly, like after like, just like from the background, me and Kyle have like I've heard some people cry as dramatic as Danny did in this movie for sure. I think I have on about. Or they're just I think the one that had the the I didn't the, feel the, the emotion similar? in the scream. I just heard the scream. Yeah. Where they're just completely like destroyed. Where they're they're not even crying. They're like wailing, just yeah. like super loud. Yeah. So as we move from the Asupa, we start to like they like they explain it as like, oh, do you want to die and suffer or die with compassion and go out like like have a noble death? I'm like, 
on a like because he's um because like the the boyfriend's trying to explain he's like yeah I was I was like what did he say star like oh I was I was startled but they probably look at our funeral services as weird too and yeah. I was like. Yeah, he's like trying to justify it somewhat, which I thought was kind of. But odd. that's Why his degree, just, like that's, that's his field. He honestly had a point because in India, sati is like wife burnings. Like if you died, your wife would have to burn alive on your funeral pyre. Like that was a thing in like that culture. Like, like we have some weird things in Christianity too. So we can't. Uh, but seeing someone like die like that in front of you, I mean, that would be pretty traumatic. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's kids there too. There's there was little kids. It's gonna be a traumatic experience. Yeah, why are you gonna have little kids there, man? Keep them away from it, man. Come on. Very much worth noting also that uh, with the cliff jumper scene, and then when they smash the elder's face in with a hammer, this this movie shows everything. Yeah. Just like you said, yeah. Kyle, Didn't there's, hold back. there's no cuts. So very visceral. And the music was really good for that scene. I really like the music. But it doesn't show everything as we continue into the plot. (laughs) (laughs) That's a saber right there. (laughs) It's true though, because this is the next part where they hold it on to a thriller. They could have turned it into a horror movie, but they hold it off just like for a little bit. Yeah. And then it gets like more dramatic because Christian reveals to Mark, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do my thesis on this too. And I was like, wow. And Mark's like mad like generally mad he's like oh, yeah. I've been playing this for a while I don't think it's Mark Mark's the white dude Who? it's, it's yeah, Jack it's, isn't it oh yeah or, no uh, Josh Josh, Josh. Josh. Yeah. no Mark is the one that's like was vaping that was disappointed yeah. dang I wanted to yeah. see that so it's Josh that was doing his thesis yeah so Josh is like I don't know I, I've no, I'm not on like a level thesis level but I would have my intelligence pretty pretty like tested like wow you're gonna copy me and like travel out to Europe and just to steal my idea mm-hmm. I don't know like he did go to uh, Pele first. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. I didn't realize that he went to Pele first. Yeah, that's kind of conniving, kind of sneaky. Enough, in my opinion. He was really just trying to uh, basically steal whatever Josh was going to do. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like about the collaboration. Uh so the next, so they go to sleep, and um, like, but it's important to note though after that suicide scene though. Mm-hmm. Really important to emphasize how crazy the British people are getting. What's her Oh, yeah, they were freaking out. They wanted to leave. But, like, they caused a scene. Mm-hmm. The high priestess or whoever it was yeah. came and talked to them. They talked them down. Yeah. And, yeah. That's where things get kind of crazy. So, like, uh, Con- Simon's the, f- like, uh, Simon and Connie, Simon, I guess, like, left early, uh, and Con- said yeah, and Connie's like, "Why would he leave without me? Why would he not tell me?" Like he's like, "Well, there's only two seats in the car. I mean, the truck." So, and she's like, "Well, I can just sit on the his lap. Like we 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 follow the rules of the road." I was like, "We don't break traffic laws." Yeah, we don't break yeah. traffic laws. Like they're very astute. They don't break traffic laws. But it's obviously like an odd thing that like uh, he didn't he communicate. Would, like they're engaged. It shows they're so in love. Like so, it, yeah, it kind of looks more like they're hiding something, or they've done something to him, or abducted him. And Danny knows it's sus matters. as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. something up for so, sure. There has to be something up. That's when like, the music again, like the music's really building at this. Point. The, the music in this movie, honestly, is what like, made what made the movie. Yeah. Like the movie, it just like it just like sm- it paced every. I mean, everything shot so well that it, it was. really wasn't hard keeping up with the pace. But the music, along with the shooting, was awesome. it kind of reels you in. Yeah, Absolutely, it, it almost the music almost tells you how to feel in that whatever's yeah, going you on. Know on screen. when to feel uneasy. Absolutely, it was very good. And so, like they, uh, uh, so they move on, and so. Josh gets to like actually find out more about like the runes, like the book of runes, because he, he asked permission, and that's where we like they find out that like Christian has been talking to Pele uh, before he did about get permission to see the runes and stuff. So mm-hmm. we, uh, I know early in the movie, caught a glimpse of a person with a severely defaced, like severely deformed face, and later on, like so he uh, elder showed him the book of runes, and he's like so. They like they mentioned like oh we have many like thousands of these books or hundreds or however many, and they're like oh so how do you, who paints them and he points at Robin it was his name Robin I forgot his the, name who is a he he's a child of incest we find that out and that um 
he is clear of conscience or what however they he's clear of the attachments we have he has like an untapped connection to the supernatural because, because he doesn't he have the deformities because he's like, and he doesn't can't communicate with and he's humans. born of a uh, incest it that was probably i think my favorite part of the, one of my favorite parts of the movie is when josh was trying to remain sensitive while talking about the incest <laughs> messed up baby he's like so do you guys just wait for another uh, person to be born, or and that's when they drop it to him that they're incest babies? He's but like, oh. that's when you is also that, learn that they is that where they're looking at the book with them? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The runes, and that's after they reluctantly agreed to let him do his thesis on it, but they wanted him to yeah. keep it like top secret. He had to, like sign a contract and whatever that he he would not mention any names. As far as like what occurred, locations, yeah, locations, names, or anything like that, and so he's in the that what is it, the temple? He's like he's like they're like yeah. their sanctuary. Where they keep all their holy books and yeah, robbers. So they're showing him the book, and he's wanting to take a picture of it, right? And, and then that's when it's like no, nope. guy's like absolutely not. <laughs> so it's just kind of interesting. But also that's where yeah. we learn like oh that's why we bring people from the outside world yeah. to pretty much have children with yeah. Because they, there's... They asked about that, yeah. I was like, are these... They're pretty much, essentially, they're the uh, Targaryens. Yeah. But just this... No dragons. That scene just kind of sets up Josh's uh, demise. Eventual yeah, demise. Because he's... Because he's like... Curiosity kills the cat! <laughs> Once a year! Well said. <laughs> Indeed. So, like, so we're at the table, and uh, Mark, the guy that just vapes... At the most inappropriate moments. Oh, early, early in the film, Mark pees on like <laughs> essentially pees on their, their, uh, their, their graveyard. graveyard. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What? Is this a tree with ashes behind it, man? Let's need a piss. Come on." <laughs> yeah, because he missed he missed the ceremony when yeah. they jump off the cliff, so he had no idea he was like, how crazy they were. Yeah, so he literally just peed. Like, I'd be pretty mad on peed on my grandpa's like gravesite. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, would you be mad? Oh yeah, the, yeah. The disrespect. Yeah. Well, they well it, unacceptable. And he takes the disrespect to another level because they're explaining it to him, and he's like <laughs> arguing why it's okay. It's just like, dude, just apologize dude, profusely. Just, just had like, to take a leak, man. It's not a big yeah. deal, man. Yeah. So he just he goes that, and like, there's this one woman that's like that he thinks is into her because she left like a wooden rune under, and honestly, I that could have meant like that's a love. Wait, was it under Christian? Oh, no, no. Was that, that, the... was, um, that was for Christian. That okay. wasn't Mark. I just got to mix up. because he was he's... getting a look from a girl, yeah. like, all movie long. Correct. So the, the guy that got really mad at him pissing on the graveyard is just staring at him the entire... Oh, yeah, 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 during the whole, uh, yeah. like, lunch, whatever. And so that girl's like, hey, come with me. I need to show you something. And Mark's like, yo, she's going to show me something. I'm like, That's... yo. Yeah. I was like, you're, you're cool with this. Dude, people are jumping off of cliffs. Well, well yeah, but he... He's like got Stupid. sex on the brain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till marriage, kids. That's what is. It's like she looks innocent enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we never see Mark again after that. Or do we? Yeah. Who is like? Because later do we? that night, because <laughs> later that night, Josh. Not, jo- <laughs> yeah, that's when Josh. Josh sneaks in to because like we see him go to sleep with his shoes on. I'm like, yo, 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 why are you going to sleep with your? Because he gives his last sleeping pill or whatever. I want to know what he there. knew though, because he looked terrified like after he learned some information. Because he was like sitting yeah. there, not like breathing, yeah. not focusing. I wanted to know what he knew. That's one of those more subtle things too. It's like because he because he looked at a well, they were serving the. The pies, and he saw the symbol yeah. they had in the pies, and then he was like putting it up with his notes. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he was freaking out, and that's a thing you need to rewatch, pause, and like make the connect. I wasn't yeah. able. To I didn't catch it. That's a good catch. Yeah, actually, it is a good like, catch. Yeah. Now you think about it, because the pies were had different things on it. Oh, and he like that's the thing. He eats the pie, and that's when that's the last comment Mark ever makes. Like, oh, you got a pube in your pie, man. <laughs> yeah. when Carmen fed someone's parents to. The- so it's got ten of them. It's got chilly parents. He's like, oh, there is a pube, and like that's that's like, because like it goes back to that one tapestry we saw. A woman just cutting her pubic hair and throwing it in the, the baked goods because his girlfriend Danny Ho baked those goods. And so later that Have night, you done anything wrong in your life, Cartman? <laughs> so Danny Danny uh, falls get gets taken last sleep pill, and then uh, Josh. Go to sleep with the shoes on. I was like, hey, either Josh is trying to escape 
New Balance got some plugs this week. Yeah, yeah, dude. New Balance. Yeah, man. Yeah, Mark. The New Balance. What were they? The five. Like, which edition were Catch me looking at the shoes in the movie. <laughs> yeah. That was like me with uh, the Spider Man. With <laughs> the Nike Air Maxes. Yeah, <laughs> I was sporting the whole time. So we see him sneak into the. The, the, t- the temple and he's like taking pictures and you see someone in the black like the black glass background or what the what the screen background it turns around and it's some dude butt naked but he has Mark's face on it on his face mm-hmm. like his and face he thinks it's Mark did you see the area right there it looks like they chopped off his appendage his, uh, really his, yeah there was, was like you could single. see it like <laughs> he had like shorts or something on but you could see like it was like you could I didn't, blue blue. Yeah. Come out I didn't know if he was naked or if it was just like someone just chopped up a lot of body parts and put them on someone else. It was at this point in the movie that I actually had to sit up from my seat to like squint at the screen to see what there was, was going on. I was trying to notice if it was Mark though yeah. at first. Because it was, like, it it was like full look, blown yeah. like yeah. Hannibal Lecter like his skin was stretched across yeah. the dude's face then, wasn't it? So they were just yeah. wearing his face as a yeah. mask yeah. essentially. Hundred percent, and so then it took a second. Robin, the incest individual, um, hits him with a uh, hammer or something and knocks him out. And he's he's dead. The same hammer that yeah. takes out the well, OG that goes feet first yeah. off the cliff. Really, and was it the kid that was a product of incest? That I'm actually pretty sure because you heard him, him like breathe because he breathed a certain way. At least that's what I gathered. Was I it, it was Josh that was doing that? Was it not Josh that was breathing that way? Like, after he got hit like that on the back of the head? I don't know. Or just, like, kind of wheezing? Well, because that's the air... Because, like, oh. later on in the movie, that's where he sleeps. That's where that... That's where that guy sleeps, is yeah, there. He might be right, though. It might be the... Because later on in the movie, we'll see that he's he's watching what's what's going down. So... I didn't know Children of Incest had that technique on the hammer, though. Bro, yeah. they got that swing, impressive. bro. It was impressive. They it's got that enough. swing. Smart it's clean and hard, dude. Josh got... <laughs> he got bopped, for sure. Yeah, he did get bopped. He got molly rocked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day Danny gets separated from Christian Danny's like oh you're gonna be with the women today and Christian uh, the so and so wants to meet you in the house and that's where like when he goes to the house that's where you see the visual of the, the bear burning getting burned alive which catches all later in the movie and then you see Danny just takes a takes a hallucinogen and dances and it's, fu- it's funny though it's like they take the bear harvest real seriously like mm-hmm. they like I mean, that's a big thing. Like, bear's a good thing. It means your area's fruitful. Yeah. It's going well. Their farms are big there. I didn't realize that at all. <laughs> the bear market, like, bears are usually a good thing. So what the hallucinogen that Danny took, was it ayahuasca? That's my best guess. because It I'm probably assuming. was some, like, some European version of ayahuasca because she's tripping out and dancing. Also... She um uh, some kind of funny lemonade. It's just, it's just really different. It, the print, print, essentially playing ring around the rosy, and, and she seems to be having fun. She's having fun. I did you think she was having fun? Yeah, and they were yeah. building up the Mayfair Queen or whatever title it the was. May Queen or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they've been pumping that thing up like since the beginning of the movie when Paley was talking to her in the apartment before they're even Sweden. He mm-hmm. mentioned it, so you knew that. This- yeah. I feel like that. Yeah, it, I guess it is appropriate that they built build it up and made that scene that long. But I did feel like it was like it kind of came to a lull in that part. I was like kind of like over the the whole ceremony. I was like, come on, move to the next thing because like they kept dancing and then it would narrow down to eight. And you uncultured swine. You don't appreciate. <laughs> I was just like, okay, uh, a few minutes. That's enough. Let's go to the next thing. Yeah, did, they did multiple laps around that cross, or whatever that was. Yeah. The cross with the circles on it. And good for Danny, like, getting that choreography down on the spot. Like, you'll yeah. know what to do. Yeah, like, that kinda, what? Like, yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. I was like, wow, she's picking it up pretty fast. I was like... <laughs> on <laughs> ayahuasca. Yeah, while, while hallucinating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. While, outside, who knows how hot it is out there. Yeah. And so, like, that's going down, and Christian's in the house, like, pretty much being explained, like... Oh, you're going to uh, make... No, he's like... Because he... He meets with the... The, 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 the one priest, he goes, We'll call her the high priest. The high priest. He goes off like, I have no idea where Josh went. And she goes off and like, Oh, you're going to sleep with so-and-so. And he's like... And it just cuts. Yeah. Cuts want, away at that. Wanting to impregnate... Um, what's that girl's name? But that's when you start to see the way out for them. Like, the only way out of that village Maja. is to join the village. Yeah. Exactly. Maja. 
Yeah. Maj- how Maj- do you pronounce Maj- it? Maj- yeah. That's basically the options to get. Either you're going to disappear or join us. Yeah. Because, so, it goes to that, and, um, so they keep dancing or whatever, and Christian walks out. Christian looks very unsettled that he, uh, pretty much is going to Give cheat. him an ultimatum? Yeah. Cheat on his girlfriend. Plus, he's on an acid trip. Oh, yeah. Like, they're on a constant oh, acid trip. They keep well, taking... He wasn't then. It's when he we got don't know. to the dance. I thought, because didn't he drink that drink, like, right he, before? No, after. Well, after his drink that. was a different color at lunch, though. That was the previous. Previous. Yeah, you know I'm saying? He was giving the special drink after that meeting with her when they were sitting watching the dancing. Okay. Correct, yeah. Yeah, she you're walks right. up to him and... And it so has special properties, whatever yeah, she yeah, says. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, more open. <laughs> it's, it's tea, uh, tea for the competition. Yeah, it's Arizona like... tea ayahuasca edition. <laughs> yeah. And so she, the American, wins the uh, Maypole and be becomes May Queen. And so all these people just surround her, and she sees her mom, her sister, and her dad. And the crowd, yeah. yeah, and I don't know if that's like closure that these people are accepting her as a member of their family, yeah. or she's just tripping on acid. Maybe like she belonged there the whole time, or she belonged with that yeah family to we, get over the previous. One. We really don't know because she was tripping on a lot of lot of a whole lot of substances. Yeah. So it goes to that, and um, they're at the dinner table. And well, so- first of all, it is the first time where she's been reminded of her family. You see her getting reminded of her family without her freaking out. It's the first time she's been able to, like, walk yeah. through it and, like, deal with it. Yeah. It actually, she like, it looks like the first time, like, she actually is really enjoying herself. Yeah. It was, like, in that ceremony. So, I mean, maybe that kind of shows that she's getting a little more closure as time goes on, you know? Yeah, because she hasn't really addressed the fact that her, like, or, like, addressed the fact, like, oh, my family died. She didn't and address the fact that she's dressing, like, uh, crap in the movie <laughs> I, like, I like how they made her dress up in the movie because she like, dressed up once at the party total raggedy clothes and hey like, man she's going through well, it well yeah but that's what I'm saying like, it was accurate Yo, it was accurate for her characters where her character was at so you'll be your clown on her <laughs> I'm saying I'm you say we can right trace character development to wardrobe yeah yes isn't that impressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like we're saying we can tell you put together with your Fred Perry exactly all right, you gotta, gotta flex. And so, they uh, they bring up like a golden chariot, and uh, they put her in it. Take her off to go bless the fields with a harvest. So they go they go off and do that, and um, like I just thought it was cool, like just a horde of girls just like pushing a cart and with flames. I'm like, wow, they really choreographed this. I was nervous they're gonna throw that chariot up in flames. Yeah, I was like, she's about to burn alive. They're gonna light it up. That's the one thing. The movie keeps you thinking Danny's about to get screwed. Like, (laughs) Like, the whole time you think it's her about to get screwed. So, Danny goes off and do that, and, like, they dig a hole and they put meat and grains and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, eggs. eggs, And they start to sing. It's a pre workout. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then Christian, like, that's this part of the visuals was cool. Like, the woman, like, throws seeds on the ground, flower petals grow. Yeah. They weren't there to start off with. It grows, and it leads to the uh, ceremony where, excuse me, he's gonna engage in physical adult relations with uh, Maja. Did that concept kind of remind you a little bit of like the movie Annihilation? Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like a reincarnation, how they become like one with uh, nature after death, or essentially they start to become, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. Yeah, with especially with the visuals too. So he uh, makes it there, and he's given another drink, and he's like. The elders like this will help with your. Uh, I have no idea what word. Vitality. Yeah, vitality. Yeah, yeah. And so he uh, goes in there, and Maja's n- naked, and there's <laughs> a whole lot of other people naked, and um, some of the women from the the cults are all standing there surrounding right. Maja, and so naked. It had a very Rosemary's Baby type vibe to be in that scene. <laughs> they so they start partaking in adult physical activities. And um, every time she'd like make a unique noise, they would repeat it. And then someone literally like holds her hand in the process, <laughs> and another person uh, pushes on his tushy to help with <laughs> to the, make sure that he is impregnating her. Yeah, to make sure that like she receives his seed. So when it's done, she like does a yoga technique, and she's like, "I can feel the baby." And while all this is happening, Robin the 
the person that's clear of conscience, the born of incest, is watching this the entire time. Yeah, that was a weird cut. Like that how it went from like them they're having the sex scene, and then we all think it's kind of funny. Like uh, the whole theater was kind of laughing at that point, and then it cuts to the deformed Rob uh, character, like the yeah, he's watching it. Incest. That's yeah. where we realize he just lives there, and, and he's just, like hearing all this too. Yeah, it's it probably like makes no sense. Maybe it makes sense, though. maybe it doesn't. And so it cuts to that, and uh, Danny like finishes her job, and she realizes. She hears noises because these people are literally hollering. So Danny wanders over there. And I'm just like, yo, for people that are trying to keep this stuff secret, why aren't you guys holding her back from literally going in the and peeking in the people? That she's her- the queen. She's oh, the yeah, she's the main queen. So she can... She has unlimited power in the village. Exactly. She needs to That's relax. She didn't die. Because the oh, lady was like... <laughs> the lady... <laughs> The lady wasn't like, you can't go back there. It's like, you, you should. shouldn't see what they're doing. Okay, right, right. That's, that's a good point Well, she didn't actually us. stop her once she, like, then she, like, decided, yeah, she, she's still going to go look. She looked in there and uh, looks at, like, turns away and immediately starts vomiting. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the one, th- your boyfriend cheating on you is the one thing that makes you puke. Yeah. Out of everything. Out of everything else, it's the collection of things. Yeah, you you cooked pubic hair in a in a pot pie, and that didn't make you vomit. Well, it just goes to show you, man, that relationships will make, make you vomit. Act crazy, like they would like literally put a relationship ahead of you know their own personal happiness, even when there's more extreme things occurring. Yeah, it's like, like at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Though. She just starts, and they just take her back to her room, and even they just, when it's toxic. And like Matt said, like bring up like they try to replicate empathy. Or what? Or something. She's just screaming and like on the floor, and so uh, Christian finishes the physical interactions and just walks out butt naked. Just walks out completely butt naked, and he just like runs to a chicken coop. And no, see- he sees the leg. Oh yeah, he sees Josh's leg sticking out of the garden. Then he runs in a chicken coop. He sees. Uh, Connie's boy Simon Simon in yeah. a blood Zinac. eagle and I was so confused at first I'm like is he still alive because his lungs were inflating yeah, were like, yeah. but he was on ayahuasca so like he was probably just tripping and singing yeah. he can't his th- lungs inflating yeah, yeah so he's the blood eagle he's is checking him out and then he gets jumped on in the coop he gets drugged yeah. they like these blow stuff in his face but what a blood eagle is it's a viking te- torture technique where they pretty much cut the out like your back apart and they pull your lungs out and so you, it looks like an eagle in their yeah. way, which it's a, in the movie pulled it off really well. But. So Simon was technically still alive during the Blood Eagle. Yeah, oof, that would big be oof on that one. But yeah, big oopsie, big spooky right there, <laughs> super spooky. How do we not hear his screams? Because did they do the same? Who knows, man? We you know, bet, that's bet, what you I get bet. for ruining a good old suicide party. Yeah, yeah that's what you exactly. get for freaking out, man. But I bet it was like Pay the same respect. drug that they uh, eventually give to. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Christian? Christian, yeah. Yeah, Christian. so he gets drugged, and uh, he comes to it, and this one girl speaking to him like, Oh, um, uh, you cannot talk, you cannot move, mm-hmm. just sit. Yeah. He's and, just sitting there slumping away. Yeah, he, dude, he's anything. just like, he's, yeah. he's zonked, bro. He's zonked. Zonk. And so, uh, Danny's just covered in flowers. I was just like... Yeah, that was weird. When did this occur? Was <laughs> this like, did she just get put in this? Is this like an apparatus? And did, did they grow around her? Or is was she draped in a, a cape of flowers? I don't know, man. So they pretty much announced like, oh, the p- visitors that came from outside the village were sacrificed for the 90-year harvest. Ingram and that guy that got mad at Mark for peeing on the ashes also put themselves up a sacrifice and uh danny's given the ultimate decision choose this guy whose name was pulled for the death lottery mm-hmm. or her boyfriend and it just shows her crying and it shows them cutting up the bear and they're like he's like listen up boys be careful not to cut the intestines <laughs> and then you see christian in the background you, then you realize oh she uh this is their breakup this is how she breaks up with her boyfriends has, he's about to get cut open but nope no, he uh, he they, gets stuffed in the bear. Gets stuffed in the bear, and like it's like a it's like a graphic Winnie the Pooh, or um, something like that. And they put all, <laughs> they put all the you see all the dismembered bodies of all the past people that were part of like the initial like people that came from outside the village, and then you see the two guys walk in there and like take this and you will not feel pain. And spoiler, they feel a lot of pain. <laughs> oh yeah. 
And the movie has no problem showing that. Yeah, like he... Yeah, uh, dude gets lit up. They, they burn the whole thing down, and like everything's on fire, and you just see like them look at each other, and that guy just like starts screaming and rivaling oh, in yeah. pain. I thought that was interesting because it's like, yeah, the ceremony, it's supposed to kind of be like this beautiful thing that's occurring, but it's like juxtaposed with this like... Screaming. This horrifying, like, just terrible, like, screaming and agony pain. The people on the outside are screaming with them. Yeah, they're, yeah they're, they all start acting with it, so they all start going, ah! I think the one person that was actually genuinely sad was Ingram. Ingram was sad that he just, I mean, Pele was sad that he lost his brother Ingram. Yeah. His brother Paley. Oh, yeah, his childhood friend. I forgot he was in the House of Flames, too. Yeah, because he chose. Yeah. He chose to be the sacrifice. And this is the one time when you... Like, you've seen Danny smile a lot in the movie, but this scene, she, like, looked genuinely happy. <laughs> like, she... Well, it wasn't at first. She was, like, very upset, remember? She was, like, crying and, like, crying out, yeah. too. And then it kind of shifts... After, like, the fire's pretty much engulfed the What's entire... Pit? You see her crying as it's, like, more genuine than the rest, because the rest yeah. are just, like, flailing, screaming, you're like, what the yeah. hell, are they mocking him? And then she's genuinely sobbing, and then she noticed everyone else around her doing the same thing. She, yeah. like, then, seems to be happy. It's like she found her home. It's yeah. kind of an eerie ending to the movie. I thought the cut was kind of interesting, too, how it had that... Uh, I mean, what is it? Like a teepee looking... Uh, well, it, it was like, like in shape of the runes, like the way yeah. the runes would look. And then it like kind of shows her face in the background, kind of like the one, uh, what do you call it, the Freemason symbol? It's like, the you know, it's it yeah, her eye, the all-seen all eye, eye, and it's in that triangle. I thought it was like an interesting uh, yeah. little... Yeah, because like, like, like you see a lot of runes, like they wipe their blood sacrifice on the runes. Yeah. Excuse me, throughout the movie, and I thought, like in my opinion, that the house when it was burned down was in the shape of like, the way the runes were shaped, and I just thought that the shot was beautiful, where she's just smiling at the end. Like, yeah. she found, maybe she has found her family, or she's just so high that she cannot comprehend what's going on. Probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did like the effect that they used whenever a character was tripping, and yeah. mostly Danny, and we're oh, seeing yeah. through her perspective. Things are blinking at her. And she's yeah. looking at these people's faces, and like their eyes shrinks, and yeah. their mouth like there's, deforms. There's definitely a subjective uh, way it was shot. Like, it, like we're seeing it from a few different characters' perspectives. We see it from her perspective. We see it from her boyfriend's, Christian's perspective. The Um, whole movie, though, does that really well. just shoots in a really great perspective. Like, when they're driving into the town, or to the location, like, how it goes upside down. I thought that was a great shot, too. Yeah, Yeah. the camera turns upside down as they're driving, and it's kind of, like, almost significant. I mean, I took it as, like, it's like their worlds are being turned upside down. Yeah. And this it's like this totally alternate place that they are not sure what they're in for. In a whole new world. Yeah. Like, your rules don't apply. We're in a new place. Like, rules didn't apply in this world at all from what we saw because it was downright... Except traffic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They follow traffic line. That that was one thing that bugged me, though, was, like, when they're driving that car, there's nobody on the road and they're driving so slow. What bugged me... (laughs) Movie armor. What bugged me is what when um, Christian was running out Naked uh-huh. out of the barn, whatever the temple he was in. Yeah, he runs right past the truck to the jinku. Why do you run to the truck? I'm like, you know what, Danny? Forget it's the this. only truck there. Who's gonna run you down? Yeah, I yeah, I was just like, release the bear. Didn't, yeah, I thought that I thought the more cool stuff was gonna go down. I thought that bear was gonna like literally eat someone, but that part where they just like stuff him in the bear and he just burns alive. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. I, w- I was actually, I know this probably sounds crazy, but I was expecting there to be a little more gore in the movie. Oh, yeah, I thought this was, I thought it was going to be I just... I think that was based on just the fact that I saw Hereditary, and that's why I kind of had an idea, like, or, of what uh, his Tori Collette cuts yeah, her head as off. As someone who personally doesn't love gore, I thought it had, like, the appropriate It was, amount. yeah, I think, you're right, I think it did have an appropriate amount. I think, yeah, I was just, originally I was expecting... I think any more gore might have taken away right, from the movie. I, th- I agree. And that's the thing. With A24 horror movies, there isn't a crazy amount of gore. Like, like some A24 horror movies, like, it comes at night, hardly any gore at all. Yeah, no. no. There's violence, but they don't necessarily yeah. show yeah. the... It's, yeah, it's, the, not, it's not highlight. It's not like the... It's not like there's not the Quentin yeah. Tarantino exactly. levels of yeah. blood splatter. Yeah, like, The Witch was probably the goriest A24 film out there. So, uh, now we've moved on from the entire movie plot. What are your final thoughts? So my final thoughts on the movie, first of all, awesome movie, pure psychological horror, but 
I agree with Matt. They he Ariaster he uh, it contributed. There's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. A lot to unpack. I honestly want to go see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful cinematography, the camera angles, the way that um, he filmed conversations how that scene in the beginning where they just zoom in on Danny's face and you can't see that her face takes up the whole screen I love stuff like that um, very visceral at times but um, not too much blood and gore um, yeah wow I'm honestly gonna have to go see it again um, if if you're faint of heart you are not gonna want to go see this movie so don't let someone trick you into thinking it's some kind of uh, stupid silly uh quote paranormal activity jump scare type movie there there's no jump scares in this movie it is it's a slow burn absolutely absolutely and uh yeah so on a scale of one to ten scale of one to ten how many how many slaps you giving it oh i I give you could go by point fives too just so we're making that clear I give Midsummer an eight out of ten. <laughs> eight, that's some eight spanks. Uh, for reference, this is the half clap. Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you give them, Matt? Um. Well, I'll give my prognosis first. Dang, prognosis. But, yeah. Doctor. Um, I think again, it had so many dramas that honestly made me laugh. A lot. There were some funny um, parts. And, yeah. like, they split up the funny parts, like, really well. Like, there was it wasn't too funny much, parts it wasn't throughout the entire movie, yeah. and it was never too much. It was never it seemed like they're dragging out a funny part. It was just subtle, mm-hmm. how they put in their funny parts. Um, I did like how it built. Again, loved how shot. I liked how light the movie was. Mm-hmm. And... In the beginning, she was in a dark place, and it seemed like at the end she found a light place. She went through some shit to get to that light at the end of the tunnel. It's definitely a weird story, but it's an original story. Absolutely. And since that's so rare in films, I give, like, really original ideas, higher grades, I would say. So, I'll join Nat Jones with an 8 out of 10. All right. Was that eight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. oh, okay. <laughs> you fight. So my final take, I'm gonna say, um, I I agree I, with a lot of their things. I liked a lot of the camera work. I liked the composition, like the framing of you know characters and like just different uh, uh, whatever was in the backgrounds. I thought there was some very interesting. Uh, oh, there's a lot of those perspectives, movies. but uh, yeah, just the angling too. Uh, I even like like the camera movement, like how it's like it would move like from one room to the next, like I think they're in a different setting. Yeah, so it's kind of like on a track, so it would just kind of follow them into the next room, like through the wall. You know, I I always like shots like that, and I think uh, Ari Aster, like yeah, he's definitely a director that's gonna uh, have to be reckoned with. He's one of the better ones out there right now, I think. I think there were uh, at times maybe little moments like where I, I felt like there was a, a little lull, and I think maybe part of that is coming from uh, higher high expectations like with a movie like Hereditary, which Rudy you and I think we saw together. You did. And uh, so I think as far as like the two, I think between those two movies, I think this one is technically uh, a better film. <gasps> it's on a technical level. But I enjoy, I think rewatching, I think Hereditary would be the better watch to like rewatch. It's something I can sit through multiple, multiple times. Whereas I feel like this one would be a little bit harder to sit through at times. It's a little bit longer too, and that's the other thing. Is it's like two and a half hours or so. Is that right? It's two hours and 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Oh, mm, wow. Well, excuse me, 10 minutes off. You had to bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Put a peanut butter sandwich right, so, for this. My final, uh, my final uh, take on this. I'm gonna give it. I'm actually gonna give it an eight out of ten too. I think. Yeah. Eight out of ten spanks. Man, we're all giving eight. Yep. Yeah. Eight out of ten. We go. Rudy, yeah. Back to you. All right, man. (laughs) This movie was just so visually appealing to me. It was like so. Like for this is like the most visually appealing horror film 
that I've seen since her, her like Hereditary. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the one thing with A twenty four films. Even if their films are horrible, they still have vi- it's still a nice show to watch. It's like I I I've, I've tried to watch almost every A twenty four film. Man, there's just some not good movies, aka Spring Breakers. And um, Michelle, if you love that movie, I'd love it. I like it, but <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good movie. Do you sure. get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a good movie. Oh no, it's visually appealing, and like I just like the the philosophy behind it. Despite it's not well delivered at all, and for it, when it comes to like a horror movie, like I like how this brought up like the emotional effects that mental illness and death have on people, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like in both of Ari Acer's films, they're able to show that extremely well on so many levels like you could see like how the death affected her and like the way she dressed and like her relationship with her boyfriend how she's literally pretty much using her boyfriend as like a mental crutch in a way to figure out like her issues and he like is tired of that and he kind of does the same thing a little bit like they kind of talked about at the beginning like how he's kind of sticking with her as like a means of uh you know just kind of biding his time like ignoring his thesis like you know not really like going through getting through in life yeah a little bit so and it's kind of on both their parts yeah and it just I just feel like Ari Aster like he said in interviews like this is going to be his last horror film for a while I'm really excited to see what work he puts out that kind of bums me out though it does but I'm honestly excited I'm excited to see what he has for the future because A24 is like I'm an A24 fanboy and anything they pump out, I'm going to watch. But, th- like, not, this is an A24 film. Like, if you like movies and you're okay with, like, horror, go see it. But, if you're honestly, this is a hard watch if you do not like horror or, like, in-depth thrillers. Because this will just creep you out. It's disgust you almost. Like, yeah. yes. It's safe to say, like, this isn't for the faint of heart. Absolutely not. I'm not a big horror fan at all, but I loved how It's, like, thriller. psychological. And I think it's on a yeah, it's on a similar level of like us, like the movie Us a little bit, you know. So it's a lot I of like this movie. Jordan Beale gave it Midsummer, like, oh yeah, great print. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, and we and this Us was also a movie we record on this podcast as well. So check that out as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is just like a movie that it's it it will definitely like have you feeling uncomfortable. Like there's some parts of the movie where I. I felt uncomfortable. Like I don't know if Matt did. Um, that was more because yeah. you were sitting by him, I think, than anything. Probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like those seats, also in the movie theater, we aren't very comfortable. But for no. the price, I would pay it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your final take? What's your final? I give it eight point five out of ten spanks. And a half. There we and go. when it comes to like a twenty four film. This, my top A24 films at this time are, honestly, this, mid-90s, Good Times, and, um, Witch, and, uh, Spring Breakers. <laughs> Spring Breakers rounding out. When it comes to A24. The best A24 films. Yeah. Which is, like, you got conned, like, you hit me up about this, like, looks beyond the, I want to be on your podcast about Midsummer, and I'm like, sick, go right ahead, dude. I did, I had to, I sent you a message over IG, I was like, I've got to be there when Rudy... Does his rowdy review for Midsummer? Yeah. It looks insane. Yeah, and if you want, if you can get a hold of me, yeah, you can hop on the podcast. I really, I'm really open for ideas. Um, I love it, man. Thank you guys for having me. Anytime, man. We're a word of mouth podcast, so just tell people about us and uh, hit us up if you can get a hold of us. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Thanks. Rowdy reviews out. Bye.